This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hello, Hello Fuglies. One more time. We got to do it. Hello, Hello Fuglies. This episode marks the beginning of our Dragula Season 4 recap show. Oh, no, no Wicked. On Fridays, we're doing recaps, so there's no Wicked references. Oh. There's no phone number singing. And we're going to talk in spooky voices about Dragula. This one's extra special and long because it's the first season. The first so we got to meet all the queens. We got to get through them all. I miss and you. We, I'm, I'm love my little baby from Aldehyde. <laughs> and we have an amazing guest, Eva Destruction, with Eva us Destruction from here. season and three. Such, I am really excited for you guys to listen to this. She has Straight a out. lot of good intake. Yeah. Insight. Intake. She's just taking it. She told me once she fisted someone, but that's oh, for later. Right. Let's go to the show. Forever, dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, diva. So you don't sing now. Are you ready? No. Yeah. Okay. This is weird. Okay. Hello, fuglies. We, we are, are your, your goulash ghouls, and welcome to, to Spooky Seconds. Okay, that was I good. That, that was pretty yeah, good. I think we did well. a good job. See, now we've done recap episodes in the past. We recap The Grinch Live. We recap okay. In the Heights. <laughs> yes, Talk about did. Matthew Morrison. Wait, is that his name? Yeah, oh, from the Grinch. Trauma. We talked about Matthew Morrison and Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. But now... We're, we're really getting into our recap fantasy here because we are going to go episode by episode and recap all of season four of Dragula. for the next... Is it eight weeks or ten weeks? For the I next think it might be like 11 weeks. Period of time, we are your... Goulash. 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 Wait, get into the... Um, Goulash. Goulash. Nope. Goulash. I Goulash. can't do it. It's very hard. Goulash. I think you have to start... You know how like when you do an Irish accent, you have to say like Ireland to get there? I think we have to say you hello. You have to say Ireland? No, you have to say, you have to say whale oil be damned or something. Well, I anyway. don't know. We To each their own. Uh, okay. To me, to get to the voice, I have to go, hello, Uglies. Hello, Uglies. Um, so we are going to be your goulash gals, and this is officially every Friday. It is going to be spooky seconds. I'm so excited for this. Me too. So um, this is our first episode recap. This is the intro episode, and we have a very special guest. Tell them. All the way from season three of Dragula. We Ooh. just had a wonderful time in Baltimore. Ooh. And I thought, who better? Ooh. I had such a good time. We have Eva Destruction. Hey. Hello. Hi. Thank you so Hi. much for having me. How are you? I am doing well. I'm coming down from another week of uh, doing some back-to-back gigs at, and out of town like, areas. And Yeah, you uh, flew out at like 4 a.m. from <gasps> Baltimore. You She flew in 
basically came straight to the um oh, what the hell was that? She flew in, came straight to the it's show, did her makeup. It's spooky, it's a ghost. Left the gig, ate pizza, got on a plane. Well, I'm glad you made time for pizza. What number yeah. did you do? What number did you do? Oh, I mean, I, I did a little bit of like oxytocin by Miss Billy and then uh gave him some Bloody Mary by Gaga and okay. this bloodied wedding dress vampire look. It was cunty. Um, on brand. Yeah. And then I turned around and did a gig in Charlotte, North Carolina with um Carolina Creep Show, hosted by Mr. and Vegas we Van Dank. Mr. Shout out to them. Vegas Van Dank is absolutely fantastic. So is Mr. If you're ever in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, and you happen to be around Chasers, check out Carolina Love the Creep name Show. of that place. It's yeah. a really cool bar, too. They have a great stage. It is nitty gritty, and it is... It is a like it is a very punk experience. Like yeah. it's definitely rough around the edges, but um, everyone there is very nice. Uh, they're very welcoming. Uh, there happened to be a pageant that evening of my show, so it's kind of like they mixed the show in with the pageant, and it was kind of like a Halloween theme kind of pageant too. So oh, everyone, whoa. spooky, spooky. We love spooky um, spooky over I here. I do, I do, I do. Yeah. I'm the scariest queen I know. so would you say since your dragula experience that is sort of um as far as like your bookings go like you are an ambassador to the brand like it leads with like from dragula it's even destruction or do you feel like it's something you did once and now you just continue to do other things Oh, no. I mean, I wear Dragula as a badge of honor, especially the bullshit that I endured and, you know, the the hoops and the hurdles that I jumped through uh, during the competition. I like I, I I went into Dragula knowing exactly, you know, how I wanted to approach it. And even afterwards, because it was a whole transformation story for me, to be honest. And I wear that as a little tiny, you know, homemade tiara on my head and I go around and. I'm always like, hey, watch me on Dragula or, you know, check out Dragula season four. You're like, I'm very pro Dragula and I definitely love being a part of the family. But at the same time, even before Dragula, I was still traveling. I was still booking shows and still running around, uh, you know, doing the damn thing. All thanks to, you know, the the love and support the community has given me for about 10 plus years now uh yeah. that i've been in the business so um yeah, yeah i remember it's, hearing it's about like you. yeah i knew about you yeah, for, it's like forever a yeah totally i well, knew about you when i was living in chicago that's so let's, incredible uh, let's chicago. get into this episode yeah, baby let's do it okay, <laughs> okay. so this Tell episode <clears throat> starts with a very scary story it is the tale of two witches or it's the tale of two witches and then they make people compete, but everyone's in a mask. And then if you lose the competition, they kill you. And if you win, you win a bunch of stuff. Did And that's it? Is yeah. that the story? Yeah. Okay. So it's just the story of the competition. Yeah, it was like a it was like a historic, like medieval or like Salem witch era esque retelling of what Dragula is told in black and white, right? Yeah, yeah. it was like this really cool depiction of like an origin story for Dragula. Yes. As soon as okay. I saw Those it, are the it, words. it was like you know what nail on the head. She gets origin it. story. It was the origin. <laughs> it was story. the origin. Right, right, yeah, right, right. it was now, like as my, soon as they put the yeah. My favorite part about this origin story is that in this story they're both the same the same size. 
That's correct. Uh, that didn't you catch that though? Them both I was like, being the is same she height. Stacks because she walked at one point. She must she have been did in some walk. really tall shoes, or they just had a big long platform underneath her gown. I was like, amazing. What? I was, I was so into it. <laughs> Gooped and gagged. Um, yeah. yeah, as soon as I saw them, like, p- put the crown on the head and, like, pour that, you know, sacrificial blood on that winner, quote unquote, it was like, I was like, it's Dracula. They're, yeah. they're literally depicting, like, the origins of, quote unquote, Dracula. So I thought and that was so clever. It was really pretty. It was really well shot. I liked yes. that. It was gorgeous. And then it goes, it cuts to, like, a modern day or, like, 80s or sometime. Uh-huh. The, and it's the Blue like Brothers day. mask. Yeah, it's yeah. modern day. I got like 80s horror vibes from it. So sure. like, they're going for a theme. And they had the Boulay Brothers masks. Good product placement right there. Now, are those was already sold commercial. out? I, they yeah. must be. They, uh, yeah. they only, I remember they only made like a hundred and something of them. <gasps> Limited a dish. Yeah. Yeah. They had them, they had them uh, sold just regularly or you could get them signed for a little extra. Ooh. Work. Work. Mm-hmm. And then right away we get that theme music, drag, filth. Horror, this sounded like a newer glamour. version of it. Little right? Remix? It Little sounded well, different. It's the version, the recorded versions from season three, because they revamped it for season three, but uh, they did add a couple new visuals. I did I did see they added in a couple new uh, yeah, I liked shots it. of them for sure. And then the big news here, uh the rundown of what the winner gets. Uh headline the Dragula World Tour. You get $100,000 and they make it very clear, clear to who say, it comes from. This is our coin. This is courtesy, courtesy of, of, us. of <laughs> us. Mama, I lost it. I said, you better tell them. I was like, come on, no more sponsors. Yes. Yeah, I said, we are paying you out. And the title of the world's next drag, Super Monster. And I am curious about the world tour because there was some gaggy shit that went down with Drag Race in that contract. You know, you're almost like required to do certain gigs for like a smaller amount than you could independently. I'm curious if it's like contractually, listen, Diva, we're going to give you $100,000, but also you got to do 12 gigs. So it's sort of like a prepayment. Or if you also get paid to be on the tour. No, absolutely. That is part of the gig because the contract that you sign basically just says, hey, like you're along for the ride. And if we need you, then contractually we're supposed to have you basically mm. for those times um and tours are set up differently depending on like who's setting up the tour exactly and who's running it who's running the show behind the scenes so i guess it all is mostly just all up in the air and depends on like which touring company you're being a part of or right. is it yeah. self-produced by the boulets yada yada it's all just like word of mouth and paperwork at that point but and also you do like sign at that the contract- end of this like all of these girls would be so happy to do a world tour probably for free. Right. I would have. I mean, that's great. I mean, getting to do the European tour before, uh, you know, the panoramic uh, shut down everything. Um, <laughs> that was such a once in a lifetime bucket list opportunity because I finally got to work in like, you know, London and I got to mm. go to Paris and Germany. And they're crazy and Ireland for Dragula over there. They are so just hungry for it over there and it's such a shame that like even streaming platforms don't allow you know coverage over there with the show so they have to you know illegally you know access it and use the vpn game all that bullshit so i'm just so glad to see that regardless of that there's just such a they're just so saturated and they just love the show so much that's amazing yeah meatball 
Let's meet these dolls, girls. Okay, so we get to the warehouse, and first Mary Cherry pulls up in a van, and she's told to go into a warehouse. And she says, I'm not going to do it. She (laughs) she said, no, thank you. I'm not down for haunted things. (laughs) That was what she said. Now, why would you go? Why would you show me like, no, I'm not going to do nothing scary. Why would you go on Dragula and not be down for haunted things? See, but her big mistake was admitting what she wouldn't do because that's how they get you. Oh, yeah. When when you say you don't want to do something, those sadists will straight up be like, oh, we're going to fucking push you in the deep end when you don't even know how to swim, diva. That's exactly. And it's coming up for her. (laughs) Now, Um, the, the, the entrance, you go through this like hallway in a basement and there's someone there like jump scare Samara like jumps it, out at you. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, do you ever go to haunted houses? Is a jump scare thing your vibe? No, I would have screamed. It took, it took me until I was 16 years old to be comfortable with the haunted mansion at Disneyland. <laughs> now it's my favorite ride, okay? Like I don't do haunted houses unless like <laughs> similar to kinda, Mary. I have to have somebody in front of me that I can hide myself or something, but that's even I have I just refuse haunted houses. Like even the the episode before I like uh I got eliminated and mm-hmm. then uh they did the haunted house challenge for the next episode oh yeah three. and I turned to Madeline when we were back like you know back at the back at the house quote unquote and I was just like you know what I'm okay with this they can do that <laughs> they 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 can do that I've accepted my my fate yeah they they can have fun with that I'm oh good. my god. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then Astrid, who is the daughter of Dali, walks in. And uh, La Zavaleta. And so now we've got three Brooklyn girls as the first girls in the room. Which is yes. great. They all knew each other. They were all just kind of like, all right, hi. They must you have known I, they were all going. Well, I must think have, that right? the, I, Astrid lives in Phoenix, though, right? Or yeah. Well, this but, there's... They get to this in a little bit oh, when Zavaleta's oh, getting shady. Jabs her a little bit. Oh, I see. She gets yeah, because later she, what does she say? She's like, she well, said, you, you couldn't even make it in Brooklyn. You had to move so back. So you to- move back. Oh my, which is okay. shady, yeah. Yeah. girl. Shady. Like immediately right out the gate, the shade is being thrown like so violently against the wall. I was right? like clutching my chest. I was like. Oh, the the kids are fighting. Yes, they came they in really with a fire under their ass. And they then came in hot. Coco Kane comes in, and I'm obsessed. Me uh, too. I'm really yeah. obsessed. I also she's love that great. she's she's on this show, and she's like, I'm the Cardi B of drag, and I just love. I buy like, it. You know, you sort of think like I go and I'm not really well versed in horror and stuff like that, and like this, like. You know, it took me a while to really clock what people were doing on the floor show. I was like, what character is that? And so I just love someone coming in and being like, yes, I love this uh, this lane, but I'm also like, you know, want to reference pop and rap music and want to reference like mainstream shit. And yeah. so that to me was very exciting that she was like, I'm the Cardi B of drag. Yeah. And not to mention how she proportions her entire Fuck. like oh. look where she's she looks like she's a giant in in person. But the fact that she uh, proportions that out with her hips, her tits, her hair, just her mug. And jar, I was like, she's honestly, like, I'm already a fan. And snatch the bodies yeah. this season. Speaking of body we, queens, we have to give credit where it's due because she is the icon and she is the moment. Quite frankly. <laughs> Quite frankly. <laughs> then comes in Miss Bitter Betty. Bitter Betty. Um, and I love what she says. I'm not going to have to say some cheesy fucking tagline. 
Oh, see, I And Asher goes, please don't. I absolutely love some tasteful, good, just home, old-fashioned drag race shade. That is shade. Well, if you want some drag race shade, you go to Bitter Betty because she has been, you know, beefing on Twitter with World of Wonder for maybe a decade (laughs) at this point. Her her FKA name, her current name, like she she always has beef with drag race. And so that was kind of funny. It's a tale as old as time with that (laughs) one, yes. (laughs) And I loved her look. Yeah. So then Jade Jolie comes in. And I was actually surprised because Jade works at Play mm-hmm. and, and Bitter Betty long time ago, formerly Sarah Andrews, worked at Play as well forever and ever. And yeah, so I'm so actually surprised that they don't know each other. That is weird, they but were, maybe they were at different plays. They oh. were, yeah. Nashville and Louisville. Uh, Sarah, Sarah was in uh, Nashville, um, but I think around the time that Jade got... Because, yeah, Jade is in Louisville. She was in Louisville at at that play. And Sarah, or Bitter, was at um, Nashville. But then uh, I think around the time that Jade got on cast, uh, Bitter was already living in Chicago. Yeah, and Bitter was in Chicago for a long time, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And then next comes in Hoso Teratoma. Hoso Teratoma from Seoul, South Korea. So this is, is this our first international girl? Have we had a Canadian? Yeah, we had Yovska my season. So Yovska, they were, they were the first like international, but um, Hoso is the first like overseas. Overseas. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Uh, We have already talked about it. I love the mug. I love how funny they are on Twitter. I'm obsessed. And how stunning they are. Out of drag, and too, I think they make all their own head. looks. Oh my, yes, Hoso does create all of their looks. Yeah, that's Very incredible because cool. they are high level looks. Then, let's actually, before so, we get to our last few divas, let's take, take a, break? a break. Oh my goodness, Fabulous. this is going to be a long episode. No, we're we're barreling through. Don't worry, we got to meet everyone. better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta 
and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppysecconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, yeah. we're back. And we're back. Back. <laughs> you got to do it, honey. Yeah, you got to do the. It's got to be spooky. Back. And in comes Sigourney Beaver. I like the body. So into Sigourney. I'm super into it. Very funny. Very confident. Yeah, there was no like fumbling in the meat. Like some of the girls, it's clear. but there it's was their- that fumble with Mary Cherry because Sigourney walked in and she got overwhelmed to see Betty, so she ran across the room. And Mary Cherry was like, "Oh, so fuck me because I'm standing right here." <laughs> it was I, very. Yeah. I guess. But what I, I loved it. about this whole thing is that they were all sort of like awkwardly, like it was clear on purpose. Production did not give them a direction on what yes, to do in that absolutely. room. They were like, let's see, let's see what happens. And I think they did that on purpose to make everyone feel more on edge inside of this haunted house and like not know what's going on. Cause there are parts when people are like not cheating out to the camera, like sort of no one knows if you're supposed to make introductions or stand there cold face and sort of wait. And I just like loved how sort of awkward that got and you could tell it was on purpose yeah yeah it felt like hella <laughs> organic and also like I, I think that because it was such an unfamiliar environment it's exactly why Sigourney ran straight to the first person that <laughs> yeah. she knew because that's very my energy too it's like I clam up at a party until I see somebody that I know and I'm straight to them I'm not right. the one usually making first introductions because I'm normally like okay like cool hi but I'm gonna be like in the back corner kind of like you know twiddling my fingers until like a friend I see like shows up or something (laughs) yeah um that makes sense yeah and then next up we have Formelda Formelda Hyde from Phoenix so now this is someone who's actually from Phoenix not like Astrid and she from Phoenix says she always wears a mask always wears a mask I love that in just in the first few minutes someone was like ooh so a mask girl historically not very good on drag <laughs> they really got they right really to just her. were like how can i get some jabs in in the first minute they didn't yeah it, it they didn't hold back any punches with those introductions like no. at all like, and that poor child that child is 21 years old going into hell. the den oh you find you find formaldehyde a little yeah, sexy about that work for me Dark and mysterious, honey. So, you you get some about that. Some about some that, that work for me. Some about that was just doing it. For <laughs> no, God, damn. 
And um, then uh, Saint. And then Saint is back. And she won season Saint. three and won Dragula regular Resurrection. Yes. yes. Uh, my season three sister. I'm so, so happy to see her back in, like, the competition. And already, like, even from the promo to now, like, she looks like she's coming in swinging, honestly. Yeah, she right. looks like she's coming in with money. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'd... I was like, after that prize, she better be. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what was the prize for Resurrection? 25,000 wow. yeah. Yup. Well, we we looked at everyone's promo photos and we talked about Saints because we were like, what's with the panty? And then we came up came to the realization that we were like, she was probably just she was gonna be... to the wind. And they were like, we actually can't put that in Entertainment Weekly. So all they like scrounged up some panty to have her <laughs> because her look was so <laughs> It was sexy. So it was good. so good. It was sexy. I'm sure it was. Yeah. And those legs. Honey. Oh, when she does the Oiled. runway. Oh, my God. Saint's got some legs. She's got ass. Like, I've seen it all in person. Oh. Up, down, like, undressed. Inside? Dressed, Ooh. everything. Saint, Saint's sexy. And, and what's the flavor let like? that be the quote of this, of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> okay. well, and, then, and then a video message comes on the screen. No, mm-hmm. did they, they do video messages in previous seasons. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, what did you think about this look? That that uh, oh sort God, of like plastic, plastic melted shit with the and wigs. then the rhinestone wig that like Envy like Peru pointed. had from uh, Holland. Oh my gosh, it's like, those so are so it's yeah. like consistently, like it's like they find, they know, they know their fucking look. They yes, do, absolutely. and they just take that silhouette and just keep like just embellishing or just making it even more grand. Like every every time, every don't you fucking also time. feel that because you see the look twice and they are perfectly matched every time they do it it carries an additional weight like an yes. additional impact it is well yeah. it's always exactly the same but opposite like the hair is always going yes. the other direction like there's so much attention to detail and something that's so simple but it's, it's yeah, those like, wigs I want even it even with it their sharp. earrings even with their earrings one like Drac was wearing one on one side and then Swan wears the other on the other side too sometimes well like, that was just because I- they only bought one pair Normally no, they buy that was a budget day. That was a budget day. They said, "Well, we spent too much on the wigs. We can only get one set of earrings." T. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> do you think the, do you think the queens knew that it was um a hundred thousand dollars? Because so. wasn't that announced when it was like, "Do you want to?" When compete? they were doing the casting call. Yeah. When it was the casting call, it was like it was going to be a hundred thousand dollars. Or am I making that up? I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, I remember reacting on TikTok about it actually because okay. the auditions opened up and I said a hundred thousand dollars yes i remember that yeah a hundred thousand doll hairs so this is the first this is the first sign of act group acting oh yeah just a good reaction shot like everybody i want you to pretend like this is the first time you've heard (laughs) this cash prize (laughs) or clever editing and when they when the boules first popped up on the screen everyone was so surprised and they took that shot you never know you never got some skills in the directing department so you never know okay and then they get shoved into i just they get shoved into coffin like boxes and then dropped into the abyss what was that they straight up well first of all they all had to go in this haunted house like little extermination challenge and if you don't make it you're gone immediately. Right. And I was just like, oh my God, how are they going to judge this? Like if they're all going into it, but yeah, they shoved them into these like launch boxes. They said, okay, we're ready for launch. And I looked at like, I looked at, I was like, launch. What, Girl, are they and I looked at- what if they sent them bitches to space? 
<laughs> Step aside, Jeff First Bezos. Challenge. We're in it. Diva, Dragon season five is on Amazon Prime, <laughs> yeah. and they're it's using Bezos. Jeff Bezos' space money. Right. The fuck. But that's the thing. So they put them in these little. The, the, and then the, the, the. Is this. I mean, the doors I'll, lift up? They, no, they, and they I turn them they vertical. Back, back, so and then just dropped them, I guess. I wanted to know where they got dropped to, because all of a sudden I'm, they were all just standing up in a room. And then I'm walking around, around walking again. around in a haunted house, and I was like, "Now wait a minute, there's a, there's a, there's a disconnect." No, but for real, I literally I want it. I want that B roll footage. I want that footage <laughs> of them landing on whatever they because I'm like, hopefully, who got whiplash, who yeah. lost their wig, who got stabbed by their earring, who well, got and, like their rib like bruised from their corset. I want to know. got her rib bruised when that clown dropped her. I was like, now that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Word. She got shoved down. <laughs> So I'm sure go- the paperwork is like uh, anything that happens, you can't That's say shit yours. about it. I love when they were shoving Mary in that door, and she was like, "I'm not gonna fit in there." <laughs> and they Mary is giving fit. us the one-liners I need. Like she's going Mary full Cherry. camp. She's yes. being full-blown Mary Cherry. She's so authentic. Astrid had a spiral with that. Well, car. let's talk about. So in the haunted house, there are all these different things. They're walking through these rooms. There's jump scares. There's this. There's that. There's a rotating room. There's all this stuff. But the sort of most intense stunt is they make all they make them all but kneel it, down, and then there's like headlights, a, a van. And a, it's like the a, front end of a van, and it comes barreling at them, and it stops just shy of them, and it like throws a gust of wind on them it's and it's like very, really triggering for Astrid. Yeah, it's a very interesting uh approach to uh playing with people's fears. I right. I thought just looking at it I was like, "Oh, I they're wouldn't... not going to actually crash into them." But then I was thinking yeah. I was like, you know, that is still frightening because you're still going to jump, you're getting blasted by all that air and I think Astrid like I didn't I didn't think because at first I was like oh, is this like an overreaction like moment? Like what? But mm. then I was like, no, like Astrid explained it and they straight up have PTSD from this shit. Like they right. almost got, yeah, they got I wish in a they really bad gone car on, accident. I wish they would have gotten into more detail about the car accident. Well, girl, I, that's more PTSD. What are you doing? <laughs> Do they want an Emmy? Okay. So <laughs> then... <laughs> oh. <laughs> this, honestly, the budget for this was insane. That was really crazy. Is. Whatever house they rented, spooky, probably downtown in a warehouse. Anyway, after the haunted house, all the queens are granted a prize from PPI and Skin Illustrator, a special effects makeup package. That's Bitch. nice. I've it's never like heard of any of that. But that's, trophy. Yeah, it's literally like, you st- <laughs> well, maybe it's like for them to use in the competition. Maybe that's they're what like, I I'm a help I'll you take out. anything. Yeah. I would take anything. I'm like, give me all the free shit. I got I got shit to do. Because I'm sure once you get there, you have all your ideas and then you're like, oh shit, these girls are heightening it. I need something else. Here it right. is. Right. Um, and then they announced the main challenge. And which... all of this is happening on the video message. They've yet to meet the boules, girl. They are in the haunted house. They got thrown around by clowns. They, like, and they they're said, like, we're going to get our money worth in this building. Yeah, there <laughs> they is were like, no... you don't deserve to meet us until you build a look. Because uh, these little entrance looks are fine. But we need to see you in the floor yeah. show before you get to see <laughs> us said... in person. Yeah, they I live said... for that. <laughs> We're not. We're not going to give you that hello, hello, hello. You know, moment. Yes. Like, no, not said, even a boo, boo, boo. No. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> okay, Meepo. What is the? What do they call it? Do they call it the main challenge or the floor? The floor show. show? It's the yeah. floor show. It's the but floor they never show refer challenge. to it as a, cha- a floor show challenge. Okay, mm-hmm. but and, what is the, it? and and now they're calling these mini challenges 
They're calling them fright, fright feet. Feet. A feet. A feet of fright. Oh. Yeah. Which I think yeah. that's new. They didn't call it that last season. So the, the challenge is a horror icon makeover challenge. You choose a classic horror icon and reimagine their look from the ground up in a fresh and terrifying way. <laughs> it's not cosplay, but it must be recognizable. It's a great way to jump around copyright. Word! <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. I'm like, hey, like you, it's like you know, wow. taking taking a, a character and just giving it a just spirit make Halloween it just name. Just a little different. Yes, it's the spirit <laughs> Halloween challenge. It's like a, it's like you're giving that character its own spirit Halloween package costume name. Like, yes. You better work. Like Eva. Italian plumber so man. I'm just yes. saying, yeah. Uh, Italian plumber apron, brothers. Is skin what you're apron saying. cannibal. You know, yeah. like fair skinned that. princess and her seven tiny friends. <laughs> <laughs> the, yes. oh the winner of the challenge will get a thousand dollars of high heels. Um, okay, work. Which from from where Fierce Queen shoes? Fierce Queen, Fierce Queen yeah. which I that's where I get my shoes. And the two competitors who score the lowest will be up for extermination. So this the is all job. pretty regular. This is how it, they do yeah. it all the time. But yeah. the now, new meatball, oh. you mentioned this, right? They like go to they they like leave this and they go to a miniature set, sort of like Beetlejuice, right? Yeah. Like we go to the miniature set of and like if the I'm mansion. Correct, I think. Uh, the taller of the two make all those little. No, sets. that was um, that was Swan who designed uh, that little haunted house. It's a yeah, it's a Beetlejuice homage, and Swan designed that entire little. Uh, isn't that crazy? Model. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And then the inside of that mansion is meant to be the boudoir. The boudoir. Boudoir, honey. Right. And now uh, this is an updated this boudoir is a from season three. Updated boudoir. How did this make you feel seeing this, knowing that you had to get rid? I, I, of all people, I felt some type of fucking way. <laughs> I was like, okay, so they get some room to actually spread their arms. Mm-hmm. They get, you know, the, their own the table. table. They get the tables, and then later we see them at their own makeup mirrors. And yes. I said, you know what? Okay, it's better than a little, you know little beauty mirror without you know lighting just the <laughs> above lighting and then just pray for daylight and just try yeah. to get just don't yeah, bump were... into anybody <laughs> i mean yeah a little more room. we were in just the dressing room at precinct which can't even fit three drag queens in it now so it was crazy to see this what a level up i know honestly and the big I, coffin table in the that middle looks, that's looks. theater honey i absolutely love the presentation i love the color scheme i love that everything's more like um deep darker tones so that way everybody really just stands out on camera now how many um, outlets do you think are in that room because that's the real question there's like four or five tops <laughs> right. people are still people are still uh uh cable jumping with the bringing the extension cords oh from God. home yeah um, so, um let's take a quick break and uh, when we get back we're gonna talk about this mess that happens this dramatic Mama, mess there's a villain already there's a villain among us i we'll can't right wait back. we'll be right back <laughs> And where are you feeling spooky? 
<laughs> I just can't help myself. So um, all all the contestants are out of drag, sitting around the coffin table. We're finally getting to see all of the hot one. And it get- <laughs> sorry, what did you, what did so we're you say? Get to see all the hot one. Yeah, fuck off. One singular, just the one, just one. Um, just one. and why do you think it got so dramatic so fast? Because Mama was coming for. There must be some underlying anger between Zavaleta and, and Astrid. Because they fight about their trauma, and Zavaleta is just letting her have it. She was like, oh, PTSD, we all have trauma. I have trauma. You're 24. You're too young to have trauma. Like, she was just, like, going up, down, left, right. I have to say something about that, actually. Because I did not care for that moment at all. I thought that that was a really, really stupid button to push. I thought it did need to be said. Because, like, you don't disregard somebody's actual PTSD, and trauma trauma and stuff and you don't like just say oh whatever because like in this day and age like honey if you're a millennial more than likely you've suffered a lot of trauma like if you're just somebody living in 2021 22 going on 22 you know like you've probably got some trauma some ptsd so it's just like we've all got our own mental health issues and i just thought that was such a low blow to go for that immediately I think that there are definitely some uh, inner, uh, re- there's a little slight resentment, either either there's some resentment there or she's just somebody that when she gets poked by even just a word or phrase, Girl. she just goes Oh, fuck she off. just yes. says it, yeah. Because when she said back to Astrid, she was like, something and she was like well you come to my shows i know you're a fan of mine like some sort of just weird Whoa. like you don't, don't get bookings yeah and then she was like and that's why you couldn't make it, in brooklyn. Make it like, in brooklyn it just felt like and my favorite thing about all of this back and forth and and she even lashed out at sigourney beaver who was like you know has her own way of speaking she i didn't feel like she was uh, pushing her catchphrase that didn't make sense to me. I think she just talks like that. Yeah, I think that's and she like says, how she says she just says for, for free, free all the time. Yeah, no, and, but that is very Sigourney because I had the pleasure of meeting Sigourney back at Bushwig, like yes. uh, you know, back uh, what a few weeks uh, back. Uh, I forget when it was two it, months my, ago. It was like yeah, a month, like a month ago, the, like the drags less have than a month my ago. Brain. Less than a month ago. Well, let's just be safe there. Uh, but no, uh, I met Sigourney, and that's she's very bubbly, very just like that right. too. Like she just speaks like that, like, and that's just how she is. Even when we're just talking, just like how you guys and I are right now. Like, yeah. So she's yeah. just very that personality. But my favorite, my favorite thing was Mary Cherry, just who did not have a seat. She was just sort of presiding, and she would like go to one side of the room and be like, "What's going on over here?" Yeah, and like yeah. get the conversation <laughs> going. It would be a different cut. She would be on a different <laughs> side of the room, and she would be like, "Ooh, ooh!" They just kept cutting <laughs> to her for the reaction shots, and she was giving the faces. I She's feel just... like if you're in your mid to late thirties, sorry, Mary. And wow, you really you went for her, on a... forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. And you go on a reality show, girl. Did you see Betty popping off like that when they're all that? Ma- you just sit around and watch these little chickens run their mouths. And, and then she just- was kind of instigating, but then she yes, was also she trying was. to be like, calm it down, girl. And then Zabaleta <laughs> even like kind of copped to her a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Her to be like, it- my booking fee will be higher. <laughs> it was very, it they was very all- intense. It was a rough. Did you, on your season, was it that intense up at the at the get-go no because we were all just fans of each other we were very much the more like emotional but very nice season because like we 
just weren't naturally ready to attack like at the you know the minutes notice yeah so it's just like seeing this like brings back that kind of season two energy of Dragula and seeing how hungry these competitors are, but how competitive they fucking are too. And it's fun to watch, but a part of me is also just like, okay, but what are the looks? Like you're talking all this fucking smack, but what are you about to bring on this floor show? Because that's really what's going to carry you in this competition, not just that mouth, sweetie. Well, I know Ooh. you're a fan of me because I have a very big following on Instagram and Twitch. Girl, when Formaldehyde uh-huh. said that, I went and looked up her Instagram, and this is no shade. It sounds like it's about to be shade at but my face. 30,000 <laughs> 30, followers after the season got announced. Mm-hmm. So a year ago or whenever they filmed it, you're, I could understand saying like, I love my Instagram following and I'm really proud of what I put online. But yeah. to sit at the table and say, I have a very big following on Instagram. If you don't have over 100,000 followers, I would never ever say very big following. It was a, it was a bit of a reach. I'm not going to lie. It was a <laughs> okay. bit of a reach. However, I think that that was just her because from what I gather from Formelda, she is the the bedroom queen. She doesn't mm-hmm. perform. She's done a lot of the, the People stuff. People do online. it in the bedroom with her. Oh, yes, she, I will. <laughs> I want but, the best yeah, for her. She doesn't have a lot of performing experience. She you know, she doesn't do drag, let's say, publicly and, as yeah, a lot of us have. It's but, very different to be on a computer than to be on a stage. And I think we'll get to it in a little bit later, but they yeah. say that. They're like, you have to fill the room. Like, if I, there's an audience full of people, you can't be that small. Exactly. But like I was saying, like, I... I got a very introverted vibe from Imelda and seeing her speak up the way that she was towards Zavaleta. um, I was just getting this sort of like, she was saying what she felt was necessary in that moment to kind of retaliate uh, and trying to match that energy, which is kind of like a, a more like nervous thing to do because I could tell her energy was a little like she was a little shaken a little bit because yeah. I don't think she was expecting all that heat all at once. There was a little anybody was. Yeah, no. They tried to pick a weakest link and just jab at her. But then they really bring it up with some fun, sexy music when they introduce the love affair between Astrid and Hoso. That fucking 80s sexy time music. I know it wasn't there, out. but I mean, when I was looking at it, I somehow saw wind-blown hair yes! and slow motion. Like, <laughs> like it really heart was a yes! like, And they were showing them looking at each other and complimenting each other. I was like, this is horny energy. This is very, very horny. Very much so. But if you see Hoso in person, like, you will be smitten, oh, too. she's I, gorgeous. I'm telling you, I saw her talking head when she introduced herself, and I gasped. I was like, oh, so she's stunning. Yes. So she's stunning. Oh, the skin oh, so is she's flawless. The stunning Not the skincare one. routine, Mama. So she's fucking oh stunning. God. Okay, got it. Noted. Yeah. Got and it. And then okay. J. Jolie is is so butch and so Don't nice. you think? Yeah. But Jade's been on that been on the gym regimen though too. She's been in the gym. She's been getting the fitness in. I've been keeping up with her like her for balls years, dropped. but like on well, that's very the thing. Bad. We yeah. saw her a decade ago or whatever it <laughs> yeah. was. That was and the last was time sort of the world saw her twinky. on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's like a, a little more like, oh, okay, that's, yeah. you know, that's a man. And Maury. she's been working consistently. So now she understands drag more now. Mm-hmm. And she keeps on saying like all drag is valid. And I truly believe that it's not an act. I think I believe that she believes that. Based so, on the shows yeah. that she puts on now in, in Nashville. Or I believe it because like even like her 
like her and I really like our relationship too. Like I met her like a couple of years after her run on Drag Race, but even still, like she's consistently like even with everything post Dragula, she was always like liking stuff, like commenting on it, and like I see her bouncing around all over the place, like you know on social media, like commenting on stuff, and she clearly like she said it with her chest, like yeah. she believes what she said, like all drag is valid. Like I truly believe that for her, absolutely. All right. Well, and then- let's. Should we get into the the floor show? show? Yeah, floor show. This episode, sorry everyone, this one's probably going to be a little longer because we had to introduce everybody and get to know them. It's the intro episode. It's always the longest. Yeah, I will will just want to give Mary Cherry a shout out for bringing her own three fans. fans. And then she turns to the camera and says, see, you can barely even hear it. And that made me think that there was maybe a conversation backstage of like, you can't bring a can or you can't bring a fan if it's going to be loud. I think odd. I think uh, sound yeah. uh, brought up that issue with the microphones too. Yeah, so she um, was probably like, "I'm gonna go buy me the nicest, quietest little Dyson." Yeah, because we weren't even able to. Because sound was like, "Don't slam on the workroom tables because it'll audio will pick that up and it'll make a loud noise." And we were just like, "If you're working on a drag, drag show, you need to be an expert sound engineer." <laughs> Yeah, you need to deal uh, with bracelets jangling and latex sucking sounds against skin, and you no, know all that. Honestly, stuff. I gotta give it to sound though. I'm still finding mic tape from my season on my old costume. <laughs> oh, I'm God. still in those in those little nooks and crannies. I'm st- so pl- props to you, sound. <laughs> <for> always <laughs> rigging the girls up for ringing the monsters up and making sure we sound amazing. So they all they all leave the room. And then we see a witch's hand blow out a candle, and then they all come back into the room. And does this somewhere? Does this air somewhere with commercials? Maybe, maybe later. Maybe they're pre-editing it for commercials, like how when we record this podcast, we say we're going. We on a say let's break, take a break, and then okay. we put them in later. Because <laughs> that's what it is. They do. They, it is they, they like go to break. a commercial. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. But um, I will but ask you what type of TV show or movie or premiere is one hour and eleven minutes long. Isn't it normally like 22 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour and a half? Anyway. Actually, no. 111 is the length of a 90-minute piece of television with 20 minutes of commercials. Because that's how long the Drag Race shows are. There it is. Ooh, we're not supposed to say Drag Race. No, and neither are these contestants. (laughs) Now, the Boulets model their looks in the black and red latex and long sleeve gloves. Up on the stage. These looks are made by Mindy L'Amour. Okay. Who is someone who makes incredible costumes. They also have their own drag clothing line. Yes. Where they sell pre-made costumes, which I have the cat suit. It's a cat suit I love to wear that you don't like. I I have a duster coat uh, from Miss Oh, that I don't like? Yeah, the one with the purple snake skin and the boobies. Here's the thing about the cat suit is beautifully made. On Meatball's body, the tits are right in the center. Uh, and they don't go out to the side of the catsuit. So when Meatball wears it, her boobies are right here. And they're meant to be out here, Meatball. That's why I don't like when you wear it. Well, that. I've stopped wearing it. Look at Eva being like, this faggot is critiquing a drag queen and never puts on drag. <laughs> I see that in your face. No, I was like, so Meatball's kind of giving the reverse Mariah Carey cleavage. But yeah. Ah! It's like together together yeah forever it's like they were glued together two worlds apart yeah i got it Eva, you've worn these contacts before the white ones with the little dots what is it like to see out of those 
it just makes your it, it it's like almost like um you accidentally got your white liner in your eye it mm, gives you a foggy milky. overlay yeah it's a very milky overlay if you if you have light shine like um <laughs> press one for english um if you have <laughs> light if you have light uh like shine directly on your face uh-huh. uh It'll blind you. It, it's basically I blinding. Yeah. remember because I wore them in my first episode and one of them fell. Uh, I took one of them out and threw it on the ground because I could not see because they were filming us from straight on. So that's why in like the later part of the episode, I'm only wearing one because I took it out because I couldn't oh, see. Tea. Did they film this floor <laughs> show at the Globe Theater again? It yes. looks like the Globe and it looks like the Globe's new big LED. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had uh, LED they had that what? From- wall. Okay. Yeah, they have you, this You just giant... said LED, and then you stopped. Sorry, I thought every... Oh, it's not everyone in the club scene? They have an LED. You can... they, yeah, they, they have this giant LED screen behind them, and yeah, they had the same thing for season three, um, and they also have the same runway setup, where it's the big stage, and then you have this very skinny runway strip, and it basically makes a letter T in front yes. of you. So they have that skinnier, like elongated piece that kind of goes in front of the judges panel and then off to the side as well it just seems like maybe this time they shot it like up level with the stage like you don't see the stage portion right oh, the way, yeah the yeah, way they shot, shot it yeah, is very, very reminiscent different. the way they shot it is very reminiscent kind of how resurrections floor shows yes. were, were filmed mm. i absolutely love the way like we're about to get into everyone's looks but i'm just saying the way that this was shot oh my god chef's kiss the quality is there yeah and what i liked i i guess in watching some of them uh some of the seasons past what i liked about this is that the shots were artistic and you know vibey but also you could really see what was going on with the look Mm -hmm. i think some of the previous seasons the shots were really cool but you were sort of like i really want to see what they're being judged on and i feel like i felt like with what we saw in this episode it was the perfect mix of that like and we got a close up from bottom to top like i got Mm -hmm. to see the details of these costumes yeah Yeah. everyone got a chance to show their gags their reveals everything oh my god (laughs) like of course there's stuff that we're not meant to see because it it makes sense during judging uh because if stuff doesn't work out they're not going to include that like on the floor nine times out of ten i've never truly seen that happen except in like maybe the group challenges um but they normally never show any flubs they only want to show the artist and the garment and like what you're presenting which i think is very respectful because and they'll do you some favors because a couple times the back of my costume was wide open and they never showed it oh you continued that on in your career yes absolutely to this day you look at it from the front bitch not from the back so we get our (laughs) wonderful guest judges which we have tanana reeve do who is a horror historian and an author and then darren stein i will say I love Darren, but I let out an audible scream when you when saw he that came moon floating on, on her head. When I saw the look, because I I am so used to just seeing Darren as Darren Stein, never Stubble in makeup, in never in a look. Glasses. Yeah, the the glasses, and it's like such a just just like such an iconic image of him that when it cut to him and he was like in a look, I went ah! like it scared me. <laughs> Girl, she was painted. Oh, she that was, was your painted. jump scare? That was your jump scare on this whole yes. episode? Not the haunted house. The haunted house, I would have done fine. I would have walked out on that Darren stage and seen Darren Stein with a little moon. Been like, 
Oh, Darren, I didn't even recognize you. And I also love that the boulets say, it's so awful, awful to, to see you again. again. That slight twist is so funny to yes. me that they do it always, you know? It's always like taking the positive but making them the negative connotation of them. Right. Like just, uh, it's, yeah, very on brand. So, All right, so um, now we're going to blast through these because we have 11 girls to get through. Let's um, do it. So first... Oh, so Teratoma. First out, the other mother from Coraline. To me, this one should have won. This was my gagged. number one. This one was Sugary. incredible. Gagged. And yeah, it was an so instant incredible. realization of who it was. Then, and oh. the fingers. The the freaking mechanical fingers mm-hmm. that she had on to give that real, like, other mother, like, spidery finger. Uh, just, oh my god. Like, I... This is drag, sweetie. Did she say Coraline? Was she allowed to say it? She yes. did. Okay. I said she did say Coraline. I also just yes. love the way she was like, yeah, and I just want to take people's eyes out and sew buttons on them. It's great. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Let's go. J. Jolie. J. Jolie, a Sanderson sister from Hocus Pocus. Yes, Sarah Sanderson. Some would my... say Disney is the Taylor Swift of horror films. Uh-oh. I'm just we kidding. got I'm smoke. Just no, J. Jolie, come on the pod. Come on, come the, on pod. the pod, bitch. Come on the pod. I'll fight you. And- she was, and then she had some of those um, nightcrawler like mealworms, like mm-hmm. in, in her the lantern, lantern, and she stuffed it was her great. face. No, as soon as I saw the mealworms, I was like, "You better, you better eat those. You better eat those fucking worms, bitch!" Yes. And she mm-hmm. fucking stuffed her face, and I said, "You go, Jade Jolie." Now, what Get are her, those, Jade. What do those taste like? Those mealworms? I think they're just um, crunchy and slimy. Well. I imagine they're a little nutty because, like, I'm just going off my experience. Nutty, (laughs) yeah. Like, I ate a cockroach on my season after Uh, me and Hollow did that little roach thing, and it's a little oily, a little crunchy, a little nutty in flavor and texture. So I imagine that's what most those bugs taste like. I hate it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Saint Saint comes out as Leatherface, showing off the legs, sticking true to who she is, which is body, body, body. And the chainsaw. And the chainsaw. And just having like the body, half of her face, the boob. It was great. Loved it. Knew exactly what it was. I squealed like a little girl when I saw her because when I saw the chainsaw and even playing Dead by Daylight so much like during quarantine and everything, like seeing her as like leather face and just in that iteration of it, like I was just, I was so in love because it's just like the face, the mask was my favorite part because it just, it's so creepy, but she was so stunning at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. The sexiest great. psychopath ever. I just yeah. can't get over those legs. I'm Truly. Sorry, I wish I could. Just oiled yes, for the back she row. Was slimed up. She okay. said, I'll Ugh. oil this leather face and I'm going to oil these legs. <laughs> yeah, she got to uh, keep that skin creamy. moisturized. Creamy, honey. She put the lotion on the skin. Now we get yes. to Astrid. Astrid. This was inc- this was insane. This was like yeah. high art. This is something that you would see at a real horror show. I thought it, it was, cl- it's a clear winner, but I just loved Hoso's, it was like cooler to me. No. Yeah, Astrid, as soon as I saw, and I know why they complimented her tail so much, because like, it's just the detail in it. But I, when she first came out, I was like, you better take that mask off. You better take that off. Mm, and she, and she took it off. And I said, oh, thank God she took the mask off. And yeah. then like, I just, the whole look. And then the teeth were silver. And I said, oh my God. I ejaculated everywhere because I was oh. like, just those little details people put in there. It's like the silver teeth. Like I wouldn't have thought those would have been there until she showed them. And I said, see, there you go. 
and I will say not to you know not to uh uh take away from master but to going back to teeth jade had those like bright yellow teeth yeah, too which i really those rotted those which was pre- crazy when they were talking later yes because she was like thank you she was giving very like sarah before she sucked the soul and right. the yeah. potion and like all that she, she pre-suck pre- pre-suck pre- pre-suck pre- the suck, mama <laughs> then um, we get to then, sigourney beaver yes and this is our reveal moment. Baby. Bride of Frankenstein, right? Came in strong. Yeah, it was Bride of Frankenstein. And I did not recognize that until the reveal, which I think was a good thing. I saw the stitches on the face and I was like, okay, so the hair is usually the, hair the is iconic silhouette. Yeah, she did silhouette. turn sideways. And when and I saw the strip of color, I was like, okay. It's such a hot, like the, the beauty about Sigourney is the haunting just beauty of their face and her face is just so and the contacts and everything it's just a very haunting beauty about her and then at first when I saw the costume I was like oh is this the whole look because at first I was like this cover-up is gorgeous and it's great but I'm like kind of all like it it left me wanting more simple it was angular and like but it, it texture-wise, it was all the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had yeah, a really yeah. fascinating yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah. But then she took However, it off, and then we saw them bolts. Instead of on her neck, they were on her nippies. Honey. Baby. Baby, because Baby. Like, the coat Baby. was great, but the costume underneath was just the crescendo I needed from that look. And when she started bouncing those bitties and twirling those titties, I said, Oh. This was come part two. So so while you were coming, then Mary Cherry came out, and what happened to you? I I might have gone flaccid just a little bit um, because I got it. Me? I got a rock card. I got a rock card for the first time. I thought it was so funny. It was great. I started dying laughing. It was so funny to me. (laughs) But that's why I'm like, I sort of wished, I sort of wished the production had changed the music (laughs) and she got like, I'm crying right now. Just remember, just the audacity of just, Barry Cherry to be like, "I'm gonna be the marshmallow." I'm gonna be <laughs> the Stay Puffed it's Marshmallow from Ghostbusters, Man. right? It's it's the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man from right. Ghostbusters, okay. and I absolutely loved the approach to the look. It's definitely different than obviously the film, but I gotta say she must have been cooking under oh, that costume. Yes, there's that thing didn't breathe. That latex does not breathe. And I know how it just balloons when you like zip it up and like sweat will just pour out of your sleeves, like when you wear it. And yeah, I'm, when they told her she was safe, wasn't she? she like, Thank yeah, you. she goes, Thank you, and like bust no. off because I was like, she's trying to get that off. Yeah. I yeah, you're made to stay on that stage for quite a while. Oh my god. <laughs> under those lights, it's uh, Yeah. And then we get lots of well, let's, uh, let's take a break. just for time sake, let's take a break and we'll do the rest when we get back. Okay. Tea. Okay, we are spookily spooky. We're doing this for the first time. (laughs) Then we have... Okay, La Zava... La Zavaleta. La Zavaleta, daughter of Horachata. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, come on, Chata. And she comes out as this Pan's Labyrinth creature from the Guillermo del Toro movie... 
with eyes on her hands. And in the movie, the monster has like really loose skin, gotcha. but it's loose skin that's done in like a way that it's coming like it would be coming off of a body. And I, yeah. the loose skin that she has made me almost feel like it was a zombie with like its stuff coming off. Do you it know looked like okay, so I when she was working on the hands in the boudoir, I said, y- "You're making something." That's something. No, I thought the hands were the best part of the whole thing. I thought thing. so too. I was like, I saw the eyes. I said, okay, so you're doing that. Cool. But then when she came out, I, I'm sorry. It was giving me that yellow carpenter's tape. It was giving me like that really oh. tough tape. It was giving me like that yellow tape you see, like, you know, at, at like Home Depot or something. And it just, it was not giving skin at all. Like there was no like detail with like the body area. That it, like to me, it just all looked very just like a blob a little bit. Yeah. Right? Just flaps of just latex pieces. Here's I don't thing. even know what it was. The concept was there and it was strong. And I did like the hands. Yeah, but the rest of yeah. it, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done to make it better than that. But I also th- I did laugh really hard when they showed that person pumping the blood. <laughs> don't. That was, yeah. The, and the, you could when... see it coming through the tube. like So slowly. Yeah, It's kind of that... like, yeah, it's going to take a minute. She, uh, if if it didn't take a long time, then there would have been blood everywhere. Because it would have yeah, been loose in the tube. Yeah, but also you could prep it. Yeah, see, that's the thing, though, is entertainers always practice your props, your gags, your reveals beforehand at least a couple times because it's like the point of a reveal is that it happens seamlessly and then it has more impact. Right. And I felt like Who because... Was pumping even, it, though? <laughs> well, it was Ian. It was oh. Ian. Okay. I he got it, the yeah. big arms, too, so it's okay. Yeah, okay. and um, the thing is, it's like when Drac was saying we were waiting, I was like, when they say they were waiting, they had to have been waiting because because they have lot. enough wherewithal to be like, yeah, set that up. We'll wait for it to go. But then if they're really waiting, I think, and while. they're not two people that you want to keep waiting ever. Well, I think the blood was too thick in consistency because it was coming oh. out like a milkshake and a straw, honey. It was oh like yeah, no, it didn't drip. It kind of like it came out very thick. Maybe yeah, maybe it just needed chunky like blood. Chunky a little blood. Chunky blood, a little Ugh. bit less corn syrup. Yeah. Then next up is the baby. The baby. The <laughs> baby's best friend. It's my best friend, Formaldehyde. And this was a play on uh, the clown Jigsaw. from Saw. Jigsaw from Saw. Now, and when they said that they couldn't recognize that that was Jigsaw, do you think it was maybe the lines on the cheek, the spirals were too thin, and it just I, looked like rosy cheeks from a distance? I think so. Um, now, um, she was also wearing like a ner- like she was wearing a nurse's hat, correct? And she had those syringes, and every- See, I think everyone was focused on the syringes, right? It was just because like we've never really seen like we've seen hospital like depictions in the movies of Saw, but I don't think we've ever seen Jigsaw like in that way. And I think because well, Jigsaw also has black hair too. Like he mm. has black hair; it's not red. Um, and I just. To me, that was the only thing is there are certain elements that were a little like mixed up. But um, yeah. The, is this the, the one that Tanana Reeves said? I'm not familiar with the yes. source material. Yeah. Yeah. 
was a gag. They have nine Saw movies or whatever. I've never seen a Saw movie in my life, but I recognize that swirl on those fucking cheekbones. You know what I mean? That part was iconic, but I think it was just too, like, subtle. I think that it could have been, like, she could have made it more obvious and had, like, barbed wire, like, somewhere. She could have had, like, an actual, like, saw blade somewhere, like, Mm. just to kind of give that extra reference because, like, the the look was lovely because I actually enjoyed the look as itself. But for the challenge, I think that I understood where they kind of got a little confused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, she's still hot. And then I we mean, have speaking Coco, of hot, on period. Speaking of hot. hot, we have Coco King Coco come King. out in the Ugh. best Morticia Adams look I've ever seen. This was literally word for word following the assignment. A hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. The Do you think were... the blood is what made her not win? Because yes. it didn't line up with Adam's family? Yeah. But I also, thought... she was giving you like a vampire mortician. Like, she made it she just different so enough. so gorgeous. I think, I think, so here's, like, I think the blood was definitely a bit of a hindrance because we've never really seen Morticia with blood, really, ever. Yeah, right. Um, I think... I think what would have carried over better was if she had a bouquet almost as big as her and she just would have taken scissors to every rose. Oh, yeah. Because that's Morticia's thing. Yeah. It's like you just snip the roses. And I think that that would have just been a little better just with the translation. But the look overall made me fucking like clutch my chest. I was like, this so, is so it everything. Was, it had I everything. Needed. It was banji, but also so classy with all the slits. Like it was so good. The hair also down what, to the what, ankles. Down to, that's a <laughs> lot of hair. That's the expensive. Down to the the braids were so gorgeous. Ugh. But what Just, if she also what's the is it cousin it that's the little hand? No, that's that, uh Thing. Cousin That's It the is the thing. hair. Yes, the hair, the hair. I was Thing is the hand. So what if she had a hand and then she masturbated with it? I now mean, that's ooky spooky. She could have <laughs> had it like that. on her shoulder and then had it like a magnet its way down. and like had it clutch her boob or something. Or and then slap it away. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Like, what are you doing? I'm a married thing. woman. Uh, what, what are you doing? doing? I'm not trying to get those yeah. fingers. <laughs> that's the perfect Morticia Adams. <laughs> if what, are you what are you doing? I'm a married woman. They call me Morticia Adams. I got these kids. And then we have Bitter Betty. Bitter Betty. And Elvira was tired. Well, why did she have the... Um, oh, you mean under the eyes. I, yeah, thought you were, she had, I thought that was a read. No, not a read at Girl, all. Her fucking, was tired. Her fucking hair. She banged that, that shit out of that hair. And her I, titties look so good. And those earrings? we're going to see from her, it's hair. the earrings hair. were cut. It's, the jewel necklace. The girl. belt with the knife. She but had to look down. I was well, trying she, to understand the lines under her eyes. Because she, she painted was, those on. She was trying to be like a ghoulish Elvira. Yeah, I understand why she didn't. Uh, yeah yeah understand like she's she's definitely got that southern drag training for sure because you're always going to have the completed look with the jewels the look the hair the uh, garment but um the thing is uh with this she was definitely going more demonic it looks like with Mm. elvira because the teeth the contacts um the under eye bags making you know more like just intense eye makeup i guess um the hair was unclockable uh but yeah i think this elvira like she definitely didn't deserve to be in the bottom bottom but i'm I understood why she was definitely down there with the, right. the bottom yeah. two for sure. Now, Meatball, what would you have done? 
Ooh, that's a very good question. I would have maybe done like the creature from the Black Lagoon, but like sexy. Oh, so mas- you would have gotten a hand out there and masturbated or something like that? Yeah, I would have gotten a hand. I would have had a hand on my shoulder, worked its way down to my titty. I'm not married. Get down lower. No, but I would have found a way to, like, I don't know, make a latexy bodysuit, like, but, like, have big old fucking jugs, fat could ass. You, could you have done the creature from the Black Gills, Lagoon, but, like, in but, a bikini? Yeah, like, so it's like sexy. Like, can't be sexy, but also <clears throat> that horror. Yeah. And, yeah. like, turn around and just, like, have shit dro- drool coming out of my mouth. And then, like, go get cheese fries at, like, the, go give me the vendor fries. stand. What would you <laughs> Go give me cheese sauce. What would you do, Dip? Chucky. <gasps> no Chucky. one. D- yeah. I-, I think that's a little. Oh. That would have been sexy. A sexy Chucky, like a Jessica Rabbit Chucky. No, I would have been. I would have been Chucky in the full outfit, but I think I would have like had like a tearaway to be the sexy Chucky, and then I would um, like do the thing where like the body paint to make it look like I'm a plastic doll. Mm. That's good. Eva, 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 what would you do? Oh gosh, you know, like I, I haven't really thought about. Like I actually had like an idea because like we were were supposed to do like the the kind of like Halloween monster, but more modern, I mm-hmm. guess. Like during our season, which is you know what they did uh, that episode after I was eliminated, and um, <laughs> I had an idea for that. Um, I I guess I kind of had like two ideas because I was either gonna go like the Wolfman um but make it more like oh because you're hairy like how celebrate your body kind of like very like wolfman meets like psl like housewife like oh that would be funny or take it with that idea or make it like very anna wintour like fashion icon but she's like busting out of the seams because she's mid-transformation kind of oh Um, my god that's cool the the other idea that i had was the bride of frankenstein that's Uh, mm. was already the bride but my idea was coming out like in this neck corset that covers my mouth and then like i take it off and also reveal that my titties are those electric balls that you touch with your fingers. Oh, and yes. then yeah, and then like uh, I was gonna take the neck corset off and then have a compact mirror and fix my lipstick and then smear it and then look to the camera, look back at my mirror and then do that you know Bride of Frankenstein scream. Oh yeah, and shit. Like I had this whole uh, idea for that episode. Oh, that would have um, been so fun. But yeah, those are that's probably what I would have well, done. There's always all stars. Okay. Yeah. The Boulets so, say no, one of their favorite <laughs> statements that I've ever heard, which is we are not here to judge your drag. Drag is art and art is subjective. What we are judging you on is your drag as it relates to this competition and the challenges we've put before you. Which I think is yeah. a good thing for them to say. Yes. So Mary Cherry <laughs> is safe, Jay Jolie is safe, Saint is safe. But Mary do believe that she should have been on top. <laughs> but she, happy to go take a seat backstage yeah, she honestly, due to her costume. She couldn't have, I've never seen her move faster. <laughs> she was in that haunted house crawling around slower than she was getting off that stage. And then the best people, and this I kind of live, I, I live for how they do this. They're like, y'all did the best. You were voted the low. It's never like, it's never um, vague. Yeah. So the best people are Astrid, Coco, Sigourney, and Hoso. Which they I agree all get with. positive feedback. And then the winner of the challenge is Astrid. And she is gobsmacked. And I... Miss Sigourney is plucked. 
she really gave yeah. us a whole Taylor Swift. I just want another Grammy reaction. She literally was like, "Fuck what? 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 Me? Me? Who? Cool. Where? Oh my Am god. Yeah. Yeah. I was um I was actually a little shocked that Astrid took that. I like I loved Astrid's look, and I and I said it to her on social media. I was like, "You were fucking sick, bitch." But right. I was actually expecting Hoso to take it. Yeah. I same. really was just because of how much of a like just grand and just excellent execution of you know with that but at the same time just astrid's look i think translates better to kind of like dragon swan's taste level too with like just like that uh just it's a punk alien for fuck's yeah, sake like with right. like this really I think cool fucking haircut we weren't seeing was that it was all black and so we yeah. couldn't really see all the detail like they were seeing it in the room. But it was yeah. masterfully created and it deserved it deserved to win. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sigourney yeah. For sure. Sigourney mad. Sigourney was salty. Saltine That's crackers. Right. Yeah. Well, because she was the, very... the feedback for those top four were like all it was all really good feedback. Yeah. And I could yeah. imagine being both Sigourney or Hoso. I, I mean, even I mean, I think the for Coco when they talked about the blood, it became obvious she wasn't gonna win win. Uh but I could see the other two thinking they might win. Yeah, absolutely. I I understand like where Sigourney's coming from, especially from like kind of like a perfectionist mindset, because it's mm. like if you don't get the kind of like feedback or results that you were expecting, like your face says it all, especially when you can't hide your expressions. Um, <laughs> and I am guilty as fuck of that. And it's like I like Sigourney had such great feedback, especially for her, you know, her tits and her her bolts swinging around and mm-hmm. her reveal and everything. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like when the looks are just bigger and grander, it's like, yeah, it, it, ju- it just is what it is. And somebody's going to be better than you. But well, I, I also think they take into account like your performance on the stage. Right. And Astrid oh, yeah, was you have to delivering. And that yeah. and Astrid was doing what she does best, which is use her, her body in a very strange way. Use her body. Very bad. Okay, now, the yes, lowest there will always be someone better, but there are also going to be always some someone who did worse. <laughs> and they <laughs> so will not be happy. <laughs> we have yes. La Zavaletta. Uh, they showed the blood. We talked. The blood pump didn't work. We had Bitter Betty. They thought that the Elvira look was too close to the real thing. And Formaldehyde, none of the judges got the reference to Saw. And the big one said, I'm shocked you're wearing Club Kid boots on episode one. Girl. Which is a callback to my former roommate and trash pizza feeder felony dodger who wore <laughs> felony. Felony. boots on the first episode and got sent home because they didn't like the boot Sweetie. and i remember that morning i said you're not gonna wear a heel no really? okay when i saw for when i saw Fermelda walk out that was the first thing i saw i said demonia's you're wearing <laughs> oh that's demonia what those are called? Oh. <laughs> you're wearing demonia goth lace-up boot like and not even a heel and you're not even going to the walk just wasn't there for me either. Like the yeah. way Formelda walked, I was like, okay, She's... maybe some fine tuning on that walk, sweetie. I don't know why she <laughs> hiding that face. Bring the face out. Now she, <laughs> she, like I said, bring earlier, the face she... out. let me see the meat. She's probably just used to being able to like film and edit herself on her computer 
So doing mm-hmm. something live is harder because you don't get the chance to fix it. Like you're supposed to be doing it full out Absolutely. in the room. But even like emoting as the character while you walk too, because that's the, because talking from experience and you yourself, like they look at every single fucking detail because that's who they are. They, they, yeah. When Meatball was on the show, they looked point. at each and every one of those fuzzy little balls that you wore on that paper collar. Exactly. Sure. And they said, <laughs> give it to her. Now, from point A, from point B, you're being judged. Yeah. On that walk. So La Zavaleta <laughs> and Formaldehyde have to do the extermination challenge. They save Bitter Betty, uh, I'm guessing because of drama. And it's a remake of the season one. It was my challenge where you're buried alive Oof. in a cemetery, six feet under the ground. Eh, it looked more like four. Um, <laughs> and they throw crickets and little bugs and, and water. Now, when you. they teased this, they were like vermin. I was like, oh, there's going to be, I thought there's going to be rats, snakes. a snake, I but did. I guess I they couldn't put anything in there that like people keep as a pet. I think, like, Peter they, would they be, I think people would be after them if they were using like yeah. live animals like that. So man, fuck PETA. It's but crazy. Zavaleta. Oh, oh smoke. Mama, Before we go this. to the challenge, what happens backstage? And what do they call this area? Did someone call this backstage area the cauldron? Yeah. So I guess they're doing kind of like an uh, untucked uh, the, the backstage yeah. moment. No, it's not called it. untucked. They're calling it tucked. <laughs> the, the, the cauldron, and they get some drinks, the little cocktail moment with the but paper sauce. Like, but now I just, I'm this like, this is formed the I, core room. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see that footage of that room. What goes on in that room? I want to see what else happens in there. But Zavaleta is screaming and she's like, I don't have to prove that I'm a star. And Mary Cherry turns to her so casually without an (laughs) ounce of irony and says, actually, you do. You're in the extermination challenge. Oh, (laughs) my God. And, okay, now this buildup with this moment where La Zavaleta, she, like, just starts crying. She starts breaking down. She's like, I just had, like, I buried my sister recently and, like, all this stuff, like... What if one uh, of the other girls was like, yeah, girl, we heard we all have trauma. See, now, there's, here's the thing. I'm like, you got a dose of that bitter-ass medicine, bitch, because it's like, you, in the early, earlier in the episode, you were discrediting uh, Astrid for her trauma and her PTSD, and now look at you. With wow. your pants down, with your fucking pants down. I'm like, I, I love Z- Zavaleta. Like we met. Like I, her drag is sickening. She's a great performer. However, moments like these, I just have to be like, bitch, you bitch yourself in your own ass with that moment. Well, it Absolutely. does seem like she jumped too quickly to start that drama in the boudoir in that earlier scene, yeah. and before she's realized because we all love to pop off, but it's much better when you can pop off and you have a little more ground to stand on. Yeah, because it seemed bit. like she jumped out of nowhere at Astrid, and now it's exactly like you're saying. She's and- going, "I fucking buried my sister. This is really traumatic for me," and everyone's going like. Well, Diva, you've been a bitch to us for two solid days. Like, Literally. what are we going to do? Like, like, who was sitting next to her and just kept saying, stop being mean? I think I think, um, I think everyone at some point said it. I think, yeah, I can't remember. I'm trying to remember the order, but I think, like, like, it was maybe Astrid. No, it was maybe Hoso. I don't know. Someone just, I know Mary Cherry kept on being kept like, saying, you're being stop rude. Stop being mean. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. So, wow. so All right. Well, let's see the extermination. It ends up. Here, Meatball. What? Oh, I was gonna say let's do the let's talk about the extermination challenge. Well, they get in there, they drop the stuff on them. It, it, I don't <laughs> know who's winning or losing. They drop crickets, mealworms, 
and maybe piss or maybe just water. It, but kind of felt like them... waterboarding, though, right? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it That's was a little it was... dangerous. It's like upping the panic because to me, if I was in that coffin, I'd be like, "When's the water going to stop?" Though. Yeah, right. I like, remember having that exact thought. I thought I was going to be in there filled with water. But now yeah. what I will tell you is that our season, we weren't like fully buried. Like they threw some dirt on it, but we weren't like if I wanted to, I could have lifted the lid off. Girl, they screwed that lid down. You heard uh, well, the you screwing. Know, oh, yeah. They, I mean, they did, did something. They used a screw sound effect. I don't know. Those but... girls look scared. Anyway. I, they were yeah. in there. I peed in my coffin. I hope one of those was the originals. I mean, Formelda, she was she was in full like anxiety panic mode because as soon as they started dropping those critters, she was freaking out. But Laza Valletta gave us a little bit of a scared performance for a moment. And then she, oh, yeah, she spit was, so she was, much she covered up her own camera. She oh, was yeah, then you couldn't see anymore. She was, yeah, she was having her own moment, but she, so, she I was don't toughing know. it out. A little How more. did they pick who was going home? It must have just—it wasn't based on the extermination challenge because they both seem to have completed it. Um, so it must have just I been think... based on the floor show and formaldehyde, baby, my sweet little baby angel. Oh, they... my child! Yeah, they <laughs> she goes don't home. sexualize formaldehyde and then say, "Oh, my child." <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. We'll cut that out. Oh, my sweet, sexy baby. Oh no. Thank you. My nope, sweet. We're gonna keep all this no. in. No. Oh, <laughs> just how fucked sexy up you little, are, little bitch. People. You sexy little baby. So no. then they both crawl out of the coffin and they get chased by. Throwback to three years earlier in the episode, the people with the Boulay brothers masks yes. that we didn't wasn't really explained in the beginning. Yes, central casting is now, now chasing <laughs> them down. And, and they're wearing these masks, and then we reveal the actual Boulay Brothers behind a mask, ready play, to kill. Singing their new song, Time to Die, available, available on, on Spotify and probably everywhere else. They had that double plug with the masks and the song, and I just really appreciated the tie-in from the beginning. Yes. And, and I think sort it's going like, to be a story that keeps building, clearly. Yeah, and I just love this sort of like 80s horror flick style filming that they're doing, where they're being chased, and you're just getting like this throwback horror movie like vibe from it, and I was just eating it up. I was like, this is fun. I love the way that this is being filmed. Um, and they're like literally like the contestants aren't just like getting handed a trophy and get sent to a van to go cry and pack their shit. No, they get their own like horror movie moment. And yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I can't wait for the Boulets to do their just like have a horror movie separately. I mean, they oh, might as well at yeah. this point. Like, and it was like, Shutter horror yeah, movie. a horror movie. And then they would stop doing these skits during the show. <laughs> now, they just need they just need that one they need big that acting game. Yeah. yeah, they they need to get that <laughs> and out. And then they'll yeah. be like, then we can just let the queens do yeah, their little and then, competition. This could be a competition with uh, little skits and scats. What now, what I think is interesting about this episode to sort of tie it all together, they promote the mask. Mm-hmm. Formaldehyde wears a mask, mm-hmm. gets eliminated, and then killed when the boules wear their mask. So what they're saying is, don't wear any other mask than our mask. No, oh, the only mask to wear in the world is the Boulay Brothers the mask. mask. You know, I, I I will say one last thing about her is I think what really killed her was those club kid boots. <laughs> I think honestly, I she think the run curse, the curse of the club kid boots lives on. The curse lives on. Well, maybe felony and formaldehyde can go on tour. Club kids. Uh, 
That's the Wicklow so Kids Tour. It's Fuck a, the old club kids tour. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, here we go. Are you ready, Meatball? The masks are fifty dollars. Should I get some? Oh, signed. They're seventy five dollars. Good Goodbye, Fugly. Fugly. Oh, Fugly. Thank See, that's me so- doing the yeah. joke on the... Sorry, let's do it again. Goodbye, Fugly. Thank you so much for listening to Spooky Seconds. I can't place an accent. I don't know what and I'm doing. It was awful to see our special guest, Eva Destruction! Uh, thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you for coming on and doing this. Where can everybody find you? Um, they can find me all across social media, Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Eva Destruction, E-V-A-H, Destruction the way it's spelled. You can find me on YouTube to see any of my performances that I post on there. Um, and yeah, you can see me at a city near you, uh, you know, whenever I'm booked nearby. Do you have a I... very big following on Twitch? Oh, yeah. And I also, I do, yeah, I do my digital shows, Digital Destruction, uh, once a month on my Twitch channel. Um, and yeah, it's twitch.tv slash Eva Destruction, the way it's spelled as well. And yeah, it's a good time. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank well, you. we will we'll see, see you all, all next time for next Spooky, spooky Seconds. Do forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 